All right. Welcome back, Stronger Universe. Today we have RD and Stronger You coach Katie Leahy talking with us about back to school and what this means for everyone, uh, from parents to your kids to how to plan better. We're going to just have a nice, fun, casual conversation that I think is going to help a lot of people. This is the Stronger You Radio with Mike Dola, where nutrition is fun, diet trends are overrated, and we'll help you take the guesswork out of eating healthy. Join us today with Mike Dola, the Stronger You coaches and friends, as they discuss what it takes to be a stronger you today. Are you ready? Let's get going. So Katie, what's up? How are you doing today? Doing good, Mike. Thanks for having me on. I think, you know, you know, I'm a mom of three girls right now, um, six, four and two. So, you know, they're just of school age. I have two out of three in school this year full time. So I'm super pumped about that because summertime and the living is easy for sure. While we might have a lot going on, uh, we have some like waves of relaxation and like, you know, just some flexibility. I mean, my kids are going to bed later, waking up later which has been nice, but I don't know about everyone else, but I'm ready for some structure. And, you know, the school year, the transition into that definitely will provide that for us. Yeah, I think uh, what I say a lot of times, it's it's when you think about the hard times for someone's eating, most people default to thinking about the holidays and the holidays are rough. But I always say summer is maybe more challenging or at least as challenging as the holiday time because there's just so much going on kids are around, uh, vacations, a little bit of, of a sense of freedom to do whatever we want, barbecues, more drinking, things like that just hit us. So I personally and selfishly kind of like when summer's over. I think people start behaving a little better with food. Uh, I'm really into pumpkin spice stuff. I love fall. I love hoodies. It's just a really awesome time. So I don't know. What, what do you think? Are a lot of people going to get back on track right now? I think so. You know, the summer involves, you know, actually this summer in particular, uh, more than any summer, there's been a lot more impromptu outings and splurges and things like that, just because of, you know, the past year of all things COVID. So, you know, back to school, I think for us, uh, provides that set structure, like kids have to go to school between these hours. um, So they have to go to bed a little bit earlier, they have to wake up differently. So it's getting the whole household on board with, um, you know, transitioning to Uh, just a whole new routine. And I think without those sound systems in place and organization, it can make for a lot of chaos. So again, I'm craving it. I'm excited, you know, with the back to school year, there still are some challenges, like off the top of my head, I'm thinking of, you know, a lot of members, including, you know, myself, are having a lot of extra anxiety of the school year from, you know, all things COVID alone, you know, is my kid going to stay safe? Are we going to be in school this year? So a lot of members are saying, you know, I'm just anticipating, you know, all the stress and anxiety because of the anticipation of what the school year is going to bring. So we got to take it day by day. I think that's one big challenge we're facing right now. And yes, there's always unknowns, but um, we're going to take it day by day. And I think we're in a better place this year, maybe than we might've been. Before. Yeah. That's the hardest thing is, is the chaos of everything. And that's why, you know, I'm a broken record and everyone is so sick of me saying it, but plan your days the best you can. And that doesn't mean perfectly. It just means anticipate what's coming. And that could be a chaotic environment. You can just get a call. Like Alessi was telling me yesterday, they were going to start school one day and then they get an email that it's starting another day. And I mm-hmm. told them, I said, how, how does the average person deal with this? So like, I don't know. Do you have any tips? Like when someone gets an email and says, Hey, things are different tomorrow. And now you have your eating plan 
I'm stronger you and you're trying to do well. So what does the parent do? Like, what are some tips you can give them to, to do awesome? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that's helped me and a lot of other members is the night before planning. So, you know, the night before for, for me, I have three kids, you know, husband does his own thing, but I'm picking out clothes for everyone in the morning. I'm doing their lunches the night before, including my own. I work from home now, thanks to Mike. And but I still <laughs> have my lunches packed as if I'm leaving the house because, you know, again, you never know what pops up last year during the school year. I got two, three different calls throughout the school year. Daughter has these symptoms. You got to come pick her up, get her tested for COVID. Now she's home with me three days straight until she can go back. So I kind of have to, you know, continue to know that the, the morning's going to be busy. The afternoon's going to be busy. We could talk about that, you know, schedules and things like that. But expect the unexpected. And how can you do that? By planning ahead the night before best possible. You know, I even have gone so far as to, you know, putting my water bottles filling up in the night before in the, the refrigerator so I can keep track you know, between mom brain and just busyness, I don't know how much I've drank throughout the day. So, you know, again, keeping yourself prepared as best possible. So using the night before to your advantage. So again, lunches are packed, kids clothes are picked out, hoping they still want to wear that the next day. Simple, find the routine best possible. Yep. Yeah. That's, and when we talk about planning, it's, it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to think of food so much. And planning is the way to not think of food as much. You set it and forget it. When I'm in prep mode and I'm on the lifestyle program now, so I'm, I am uh, not only am I the president, but I'm also a member. Is that <laughs> is that the old saying for uh, for hair club for men? But yeah, so now I just my big thing is making sure that all my protein is prepared because when yep. you're in a pinch, you can't really find protein. There's not many protein snacks. Most cupboards don't just have protein in them. So if you don't have it prepared, it's going to be tough. So that's always my big thing with planning. Uh, for busy parents, for for anyone, have the proteins packed and planned because you can always kind of pick and choose carbs and fats a little bit easier. So, that's yeah, no, that's huge. And, and I'm not a huge protein, you know, uh, consumer. I have to try my best to be creative with it. Yeah. But you know what I did already this month ahead, and I've, I've recommended this to every member that I work with is get your calendar out. Um, you know, have what looks like that week ahead, uh, the month ahead. I know my kids are going to be transitioning to after school sports. We're doing soccer. Um, we're doing a music class. We're doing dance, you know, all these extracurriculars. So I have to know, hey, on soccer nights, it's like 5 p.m. dinner time. So, mm -hmm. you know, what can we grab ahead of time? Is that a heat and eat meal? Is that, you know, a crustology that takes 10 minutes to eat? We grab it, we go. So, you know, taking a look at the month ahead of time is super important just to kind of predict, you know, what you know is probably going to happen and how you can work your food around it. Fridays, my my youngest and I are going to go to some music class around lunchtime. So what can we bring with us or, you know, grab before we go? So really thinking of that ahead of time. So you're not, you know, grabbing things that aren't accounted for. And again, yeah, planning. Everyone talks about decision fatigue and things like that. Well, let's cut food out of the equation. Have it plugged in ahead of time. If you don't feel like it, Sometimes I want to say, suck it up and eat it anyway. It's in your food plan. <laughs> yeah. um, half of us don't want to go back into my fitness pal or chronometer or whatever we're using to adjust it. So stick with it. You know, like it's hard sometimes, but then you get in the routine and say, you know what? It's here. I'm not going to waste it. I'm going to use it and go from there. You know, in the fall too, I get excited because I'm a huge chili person. So I'm using my crock pot more, my Instapot, which I'm still not really great at. But I, I think of how I can incorporate protein so it's ready to go. You know, filling the, the kitchen with aromas that, you know, sit and eat and go. Yeah, yeah. Now, do you, do you have any tips for parents to give their children like healthier options? That's always a big thing because I think about, you know, it's – 
I don't want to blame my mother for creating bad habits, but peanut butter and jelly, fruit snacks, Kool-Aid, like that is what my lunches were. And that's not what I'll give my soon to be born child. But what do you, what do you suggest for parents to pack for the kids? Yeah. And I think supplementing, obviously you want them a part of the equation if they're old enough to kind of pick and choose because you want their buy-in, right? So, you know, maybe we can, you know, add in a cheese stick, some cut up fruit. If it's there, they're going to eat it. They're not going to go hungry. They're intuitive eaters. Unlike us adults, you know, they eat when they're hungry, they stop when they're full. So have things available. You know, I've heard some things where, oh, my kid's trading at lunchtime, whatever, you know, that might happen, but have them, what I have my kids do is pick out a fruit. So they have lots of options of fruit. Is it cut up watermelon today? Is it apple slices? Is it an apple sauce? You know, even something like that, at least it's, there's no sugar added in those and they enjoy it. Pick something dairy. Is it a cheese stick? Is it a yogurt drink? You know, and, and they can kind of pick and choose. And then I might put a little fun snack in there with a water bottle or something like that. They have a lot of options now. You know, I'm just thinking as a kid, Dunkaroos, like you said, fruit snacks, yeah. like all those extra things, they're going to get it eventually. But what you can do is, is again, get their buy-in, have them pick and choose some things and give them options. Hey, what's your dairy going to be? What, are you going to have cheese stick today? Or, you know, just pick and choose. But I feel like when my kids are more excited about it, they can actually put it in their bag sometimes. You know, they're more apt to eat it. And a little and, and again, tip. Peanut butter and jelly. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, peanut butter and jelly is delicious, by the way. <laughs> it's a it classic. Is, it, it is one of the best flavor combinations on the planet. You don't have yeah. to agree with that. I just want you to think about it. What I was going to say is Mike Nuggets are actually okay when they're cold. So oh. I think it had not now I'm thinking five, six years from now, because my wife is still pregnant, but I'm thinking I'm going to send my, I'm going to send my kids to school with Mike Nuggets and they're going to brag that their dad <laughs> created this amazing, delicious, portable lunchtime snack. And that's going to be my legacy. The mic. You're going to you're going to have the food service directors asking you for your <laughs> recipe. Yeah, and another thing is you have to think about is I know for um, our school in particular they don't have refrigeration, so making mm. sure that the kids have you know things that are going to stay you know food safety as a dietitian I was you know harped to me you know day in day out. So like thinking about you know how can I keep the kids food to temperature forty degrees or below um, for things like ham and cheese or you know things like that. So making sure um, you have some ice packs. You know, things again are non-perishable, but you have lots of options. You know, a lot of the the low-fat milks out there, you know, certain brands, they're shelf-stable, which sounds strange, mm -hmm. but you can put them in there, put an ice pack on them, and they'll be cold for your kid to to enjoy, you know, a few hours later. So definitely have to think about that stuff, but enough ice packs can keep anything cold for a while. Yeah, and there's probably really good lunch boxes now that have pretty good insulation. I haven't really been in the market because I haven't really traveled much with food like that, but I'm sure there's awesome stuff. There are a lot of great ones. And some of my favorite, even for adult members are like the bento box ones. So it's kind of fun for kids to have like a lunchbox feel, but when you open up, there's different compartments. So you can put a little trail mix in there. You can put, you know, maybe a hard boiled egg or something. And it's just kind of fun for them to kind of like pick and choose versus like a sandwich with a baggie and, you know, it not looking as fun. Yeah, you know, yeah, something yeah. else I did to kind of spruce up, I mean, my kids in, um, going into first grade, my other one's pre-K is use cookie cutters to cut the sandwiches. So at least they're in fun shape. I'm telling you, if my kid's sandwiches in fours, they're less likely to eat it than if it looks like a Mickey Mouse. So those are some fun things I've done with, you know, cheese. So like the block cheeses you know, sandwich, things like that is just making it in fun shapes. So are you, if, if I could put you on the spot real quick, are you, <laughs> if someone gives you a sandwich and they say, I'll cut this any way you want it, do you go right across or do you make triangles? <laughs> I go diagonal. 
Yeah, yep. I love the triangles. I yep. feel like it's, it's so weird. It's easier to eat. You just you just poke the triangle in and you start eating. And but the yeah. crust is my least favorite part. So I go to each corner and then I have the, you know, the, the good <laughs> stuff in the middle. So I go for the saving the best for last. <laughs> it, it's really funny. A friend of mine posted on Facebook the other day. His kid is only eating the middle of the waffles now. So oh, he yes. won't eat the outside. <laughs> so he has like just the edges on a plate. And I'm like, oh man, these kids, this is, these are some of the challenges I'm going to face in my I'm life. I'm like, that's where all the fiber is. <laughs> Come on, let's go. But my daughter, uh, yeah. we even gave her a, a sandwich on a, like a hamburger bun the other day. And she still ate around it. I'm like, there's no crust there. She's just so like ingrained the whole bun around the crust. crust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but. Funny. I know they really are. And again, a lot of kids, um, you know, maybe picky eaters, they go through food jags a lot of times. And again, if you can get them buying in, you know, like think of when we were, or I was growing up, which I think we we're like similar age, like the Lunchables, things like that. You can make those, you can make them a little bit mm -hmm. healthier. You, you know, can use products that you want your kids eating. And again, just keeping it interesting for the kid is what all they want. <laughs> yeah. And even the breakfast, because I know, you know, time is such a big thing. And I joked and, you know, when I was first in the in the industry, I was like, you know, everyone has time. We could figure it out. And it's like, <laughs> you do not say that to busy parents. I learned that very early. And that is a tip I give to a lot of new coaches in this industry. Do not run around the internet telling people they all have time because yep. they don't. We can maybe pull time from other things. But one of the biggest things you could do for someone is kind of harvest that time and show, maybe reveal some. Just don't tell them they don't have it. So yep. even breakfast for kids, like we don't want to always just fill them with cereal and things like that. I think I've I've opened a lot of people's eyes to breakfast not having to be eggs. You know, you can have any food for breakfast. Breakfast is a time we eat, not a food we eat. I say that a lot too. So, so hopefully true. that helps. Yeah. And I, um, a couple of things on that is, you know, my daughter ate my leftover salad the other day for breakfast. I was so mad about it, but I'm like, she's eating vegetables for breakfast, whatever. You know, you don't want to kind of uh, pigeonhole, you know, certain meals at certain times. We can do breakfast for dinner, but why we can't, why can't we do dinner for breakfast kind of thing? So right. that's Good great point. to keep in an open mind. But um, another thing you had mentioned a long time ago, when I started um, Shrugview you almost three years ago, my anniversary is coming up, super pumped about that. But yeah. is you, you um, revealed that on the, you know, the iPhone, it shows you where your how much time is spent on your phone. And ever since you mentioned that, I have reminders, hey, your your phone time is, you know, down 4% or things like that. And I think when we look at how much time we spend on our phones and where, when the majority mm -hmm. spent on like, you know, non-work things like on Instagram or Facebook, that's the time that adds up that we could be contributing to maybe that 10 minute workout we didn't get in or maybe that extra food prep that we feel we don't have time for. So it's really allocating your time wisely. And when the kids are back to school, my time management is on point. I think summer for me personally, it was kind of like a rebellious time because I was so structured during the school year and, you know, getting up at 4 a.m., going to bed at like nine. And, you know, this this summer, there's been a lot of mom memes out there, um, you know, like, everyone's to bed. Now it's my time to, you know, have the house. And I've been doing that. And it's been killing me a little bit because I'm waking up later. Uh, the kids are off a little bit on their routine. So I'm excited to get back to that, you know, that bedtime, waking up early to have that time for myself in the morning to get to. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up that, that little phone feature. It's something I think a lot of us forget about. I know I get a reminder every Sunday, maybe. Yes. And it's, yes. Like, it's like basically like, hey, Mike, you live on your cell phone. And I'm like, well, yeah, most of my job is done remote and I can do it on a phone or a computer. Uh, so it kind of just reminds me of that. 
but that's a, that's a tip. If if you're struggling to find time, first thing to do, go into your phone, see where some of the time is spent because there are some of these apps that I mean, they are designed like casinos to reward us to to pull down the slot of Facebook. <laughs> when you log on Facebook or Instagram, it's designed like a slot machine. You pull it down, you get new stuff. And then we get trapped. And if food tracking is a little intimidating, and you think it takes a lot of time, just look where that time is going and maybe you just slide it over. Yeah, and it's a great time to reassess yourself um, with anything we're doing. It's a new season, a new month coming up. It doesn't mean, you know, we have to start everything over, but just kind of reassessing where we're at, you know, what's working, what's not right now. Again, for me, I know my bedtime schedule isn't working. I have to kind of rework that as much as I'm a night owl, you know, but it, it just works out better, a good start of the day. And thinking about that, like, where are you feeling you could have some improvements? So, you know, can you get that workout in first thing in the morning, check it off, even if it's 10 minutes, if it's a walk, um, you know, some jumping jacks and pushups, like consider, you know, what you feel you need more or less of and reassess that. You know, I think self-reflection is big. We don't often give ourselves time to do that. And again, that self-care, like you talked about in your last podcast is so important. Um, and I think, you know, with this kids going back to school, now's the time to, to reassess you know, how can we add some more self-care? Because stress is so abundant right now. Like I mentioned, just thinking of back to school supplies, you know, new outfits, if, if the kids outgrew theirs, learning a new schedule, there's a lot of anxiety and anticipation coming up. So how can you, you know, reduce yours, uh, yours, take time to unwind, you know, and maybe not with wine, but like with a walk or something like that. If, if a nightly wine, you know, cap is, is what you've been doing, maybe you can, you know, change it up to something different that might be more supportive to you right now. Yeah. And it could be as as easy as like yeah, setting your alarm to plan your day the next day, plan the kids' lunches. Yes. When you're planning the kids' lunches, plan your meals the next day as well. It can all yeah. be kind of the time where you all prep food. And right now it's new. So you're going to have to remind yourself. So yeah, setting phone alarms is one of the things I do. I'm a sticky note person. So I have sticky notes all over the house. The dogs don't eat them or, you know, grab them, but, or the kids, but yeah, I think this is the perfect time to reestablish things because we know in a few months the holidays start up and they don't stop until, you know, February or something. So now is the time to establish those those habits, making sure that, you know, that morning madness can be, you know, a little more structured, you know, for everyone's sake. And, you know, knowing your schedule is huge so that you can predict ahead of time. So for me, Sundays are grocery shopping days. They always have been. So it's not that I prep everything ahead of time. But I have all the ingredients in my house for those like dinners or lunches so that, you know, if we decide maybe burgers tonight, you know, we'll do something else tomorrow. We have those ingredients so we don't have to run out or decide we need to call Grubhub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's one of my, I think, best tips for meal prep or doing well with food is a two time a week prep or at least shop. So you have your stuff there. Sundays and Thursdays. Yep. So Sundays will help you start the week well. Thursdays will help you end the week well. Because what are people going to do, myself included, if I run out of my good prepped food on Friday, I'm going to suggest ordering out or eating out. And we do do it. We anticipate it. We plan for it. We work around it. If we are going to do it, I'll eat protein heavy early in the day and then let the calories round out the end of the day. But that's not always the reality for people. Someone that might, you know, be at the tail end of their fat loss journey and just wants to lose a few more pounds, they have less wiggle room. Someone that maybe has a lot more weight to lose, they might be able to do that stuff, but we got to work that stuff in. So 
Sunday, Thursday, if you can do it, start the week well and the week well. Absolutely. And, you know, I've been doing a lot more. We we have Hannaford in our area for grocery stores and we've been doing a lot more pickup they have. Um, so I order online, I pick it up between a certain time, I grab and go. So I'm not apt to grab some extra things that are on my list. So I'm saving macros and money in the long run and, you know, making sure that my schedule, you know, stays on point. So, you know, if, if it's something where you feel you don't have enough time to go grocery shopping, put in an Instacart order or something like that. There, it's at our fingertips now, just as much as like a Grubhub is at our fingertips. So right. use it to your advantage. Because we, and this happened to me yesterday, we were making a recipe, chicken stir fry recipe, and we needed oyster sauce, which, you know, what a random food or ingredient. <laughs> so I go to the, the grocery store to get it. And I just realized like, it's no wonder people struggle. They go into these stores. Everything looks beautiful. Everything smells good. I wanted to grab everything. There were cookies. There was all kinds of new cereals that I haven't seen yet. All the frozen stuff. And like, don't get me wrong. People think because we're like food people that all we want to do is eat chicken and broccoli. That's yeah, not the that's case. true. We have, we <laughs> we're human. Yeah, I love food. I love it so much. It's so good. Uh, but we have to be careful. So if you can do your order online and just go pick it up, you don't have those invitations to to buy excessive amounts of extra calories that you might not need. And if you leave the kids at home, they're not going to want to grab all the stuff that's marketed towards them. I know it's going to be hard to say no to the kids. And then that's a question I have for you. How do you help parents kind of identify when their kids are the ones that are accidentally sabotaging them by choosing all these foods in the grocery store and then they get in the house? It's really hard. I mean, you know, in my our pantry right now, we have all sorts of like kids bars. And yes, we do have a few gummy snacks. Um, you know, we have different cereals that I grew up with, you know, Lucky Charms, things like that. So <clears throat> yes, they're there. And I have to be mindful that I don't just take a handful. So there's a lot of different aspects from that. Again, having a variety of options for them. So like my kids can eat six yogurts in a day, but do we, that's probably not great for their digestive system. So we <laughs> yeah. kind of have um, these little bins in our pantry that it's like, choose one, choose two. So they have certain snacks in certain areas that they know one like my, my three-year-old's like, is this healthy for me? She's almost four. And I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Yes, everything is in moderation, you know, but yeah. she's asking those questions because we have a snack bin that's, you know, once a day kind of thing, or, um, you know, popcorn, you know, things that I know will give back to them some nutrients. So it, it's really teaching them, hey, you know, fruit's really good um, in moderation. Let's, you know, pair it with different things like that. But it is hard. And I think, again, as the parents, you know, we're the ones buying it. And yes, we want them eating it. We don't want it going to waste, but we have to kind of, in a, a healthy, supportive way, gear them to, you know, choosing, you know, a variety of things. Yeah, I think sometimes I feel bad for the kids because the parents are always like, it's their fault. They did yeah. this to me. And they're yeah. like, Mike, you don't get it. You don't have seven-year-old well, grabbing all this stuff. And I'm like, we're adults too. And, and we can hide yeah. it out of sight, out of mind for me. So like if, yeah. if we happen to grab Oreos, which we never have in the house because I have a sweet tooth and I would eat, you know, one should have one. It's hard to stop sometimes. So also putting it out of sight for the kids. So in the pantry, it's eye level for them. So I'm making sure that the, the sweet treats are sometimes out of reach for them. And then we might reintroduce them back again if, if it, they've been, you know, heavy handed on some of those things. But same with adults out of out of sight, out of mind. I've had my husband, you know, hide chocolate chips on me before and I've hunted them down, you know, on some desperate nights. But 
you know, again, what what is there, they will eat. So if you can kind of introduce some healthier versions, sometimes I'll have them mix a higher fiber cereal with, you know, a fruit loop or something like that, just so they have a variety and it's not all sugar laden, but it's yeah. really a hard balance. But again, we are adults and the challenge is real. The struggle is real, but again, out of sight, out of mind. So, you know, be super picky about what you have in the household and, yeah, and ultimately you know, veggies and things. Cut yeah. them up. Yeah. Yeah. We want them to make the choice. We also want to make it there for them. So again, the cheese sticks are eye level. If the yogurt's eye level, they are going to grab that too. Yeah. It's, it's tough. The, the food, current food environment with all these food engineers making all this food better than it's ever been. It's not what we're kind of primed to want. We just, or it is what we're primed to want. We want calories. We want convenience. We don't want challenges because our bodies don't know when we're going to eat again. Right. So everything is about influencing caloric consumption. Yeah. And I, I don't normally take the kids to the grocery store just because it goes downhill fast or it takes double the amount of time as it should. But when we were in, we were on vacation last week in Maine and we went to a grocery store and my, my youngest picked up a box because she saw the leprechaun on it and it was like lucky charms, but they had like these marshmallow clusters on top of the marshmallows in it. So it's like, you know, they're, they're just enhancing everything. Um, they get the kids buy-in at an early age because they see Paw Patrol or they see, you know, Frozen characters and it's on these things. So they want them, even if they don't think they like them. So again, having some things plentiful for them, water bottles, you know, within reach for them versus like mm -hmm. juice boxes or things like that, just to keep the variety going. Yeah, it's interesting. I think when I was a kid, I just, I got away with eating pretty poorly because I was such an active little maniac kid. I was mm -hmm. outside all day in the neighborhood, I used to play basketball for like six hours a day, then play baseball and yeah. kickball. Then we'd round out the night playing manhunt. It was the craziest, yes. <laughs> you know, I was just a calorie burning machine. And that's the big thing. And I, you know, I say it a lot, but it's, is it our ages or is it our activity as we age that really changes? And for me and, and you and a lot of people that do what we do, we're sitting down all day. We're just not burning those calories that we used to. Yeah. And kids are too, you know, there's more screen time than ever, whether it be phones, iPads, TVs. And, you know, this summer I noticed my kids were either crazy active or a little bit sedentary. And, you know, I'm excited for the school year to commence for that reason as well, because I know, you know, we will be outside the fall weather in upstate New York is fabulous. So we will be taking advantage of that. And, you know, taking a look at, you know, not only for yourself, but for your kid, you know, are they sitting a lot? If so, what can you all do together uh, to kind of get things moving? If it's like a nature hike or you know, a bike ride around the neighborhood, what is feasible? You know, in our neighborhood, we see a lot of families walking. Yes, it's mass chaos because kids are like weaving all over the place, but it's totally worth it to burn, to burn some energy outside. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Like once, you know, we have the baby and she grows yes. up a little bit, you're like, you know, I, I, it's funny. I selfishly am like, Ooh, what pack weighs the most that I could put her in? <laughs> so rocking. Yeah. Make it like a little ruck workout. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll it, carry baby. let's go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, once you get to the parent stage, there's a lot of things that you say you'll never do that you probably do just, just because it works or whatever. I definitely was yeah. that person. But again, it's everything in moderation. How can you be a good role model for your kids showing that, hey, mom and dad are active. That's what I know is a normal. Hey, mom and dad are eating fruits and veggies. You know, maybe I don't want it right now, but if it's keep, if it's continued to be presented to me, maybe I will try it. You know, in our household, we have that trying rule. Just try it, you know, give it twice, you know, try it twice. And then, you know, that's fine. If you take a bite and spit it out, that's fine. But at least you tried it. Thank you for trying a new food. Uh, my daughter tried calamari when we were in Maine this past weekend. And 
it's the best picture because she's like looking at the tentacles but she tried it and even though she didn't like it at least she tried it so getting your kids to try new things because you are is something that I like to do often too yeah it is about because we get a lot of questions like hey can I talk to my kids about macros and weight and this and I'm like no you probably don't want to do that you probably just need to you know lead by example be active be conscious don't you know I don't know. It's it's hard because I'm not there yet, but I know what I'm probably going to do because I've learned from so many of you and our members, like how they work with food around kids. And it's, it is impactful because we're going to, in 30 more years or so, when our kids are grown up, who knows what the world is going to look like with food. So I want to get out in front of that. I want everyone living healthy, longer, active lifestyles. Absolutely. And again, you know, I grew up with a working, you know, working parents. Um, my dad owned a business. My mom was a school teacher at mac and cheese, hot dogs, you know, yep. Ilio's pizza, things like that were a staple. So like, even when you do <laughs> use those convenience foods, how can you supplement some other things like steam and bag broccoli? I'm a huge proponent of frozen steam and bag vegetables. It's so easy. They're picked at their peak, you know, yeah, ideally the things. We, sorry, I get excited about oh, this because yeah, a yeah. lot of people... It's a very convenient and nutritious thing. They think just because it's in a bag frozen, it's worse for you. And that's right. not the case. You no, know, being picked at their peak, uh, the nutrients are at their max. Yes, when anything's cooked, things break down a little bit. But again, it's not any different than, you know, if you're steaming it on your stove or, you know, something like that. So yeah. what can you do to supplement, you know, that protein source that you build your meal with? Steam and bag veggies are huge for me. Absolutely. Grilling veggies, you know, meats, things like that right now, we can still get away with pretty, pretty well. So that's another biggie for me. Roasting vegetables, you know, you get it done one sheet pan. I love those recipes for the fall. You can get all your protein, carb veggies on there, one and done kind of thing. So um, again, how can we work smarter, not harder? This school year is just the name of the game I've been talking with my members about. So um, even if your kids, you don't have kids in school, you know, see September, fall, you know, as just a new change in season and reevaluating, reassessing where you're at and how you can do just a little bit better with, with the food scene. Yeah. Do you have any um, staples? Like if, you know, cause a lot of parents have kids in sports and all these different activities, staples for where people can order out and make decent decisions. Yeah. So there's different, you know, a lot of supermarkets out there have a lot of different options. So sometimes they have these meal deals where they have your protein, like a rotisserie chicken. They give you the veggies on the side. We've been doing that a lot this summer, you know, chicken parm, you know, just the the meat and potatoes kind of thing with veggies. You know, a lot of local companies do pre-made meals that are actually really healthy for you because they have that balance. They have that protein, carb, veggie done. It's already, you know, you just have to heat and eat. So you know, not thinking that these things are bad, but utilizing them to your advantage. Maybe it's just on those soccer nights, or maybe it's just on, you know, the nights that you all you all are working really late, but using it to your advantage. So you get that balance. So you continue to work towards your goals and you don't have to necessarily get, you know, fast food per se. So again, we've been using those little big meals a lot lately and we can cook them ourselves so we can choose what we add or don't add to them as well. Yeah. And there are, you know, even at some of these fast food restaurants, you know, if if you plug your nose when you're going through the drive-thru and don't smell the french fries, you'll be inclined <laughs> to order the salads or the grilled chicken sandwiches. They're actually not too bad. And even Chinese restaurants, they yes. you can get a lot of things steamed. So it will literally just come pretty plain chicken, vegetables, and rice. And you can get sauces on the side. You can anticipate what they are. You're probably not going to know perfectly what the macros and calories are of those sauces. 
but you can anticipate it a little bit. And that's yeah. what I would do uh, a lot of times when I'm like super diet mode dialed in. If I want to eat Chinese food, I'll get it and I'll just get the sauce on the side. There's so many options out there. And a lot of times we just have to ask. Um, we talk about that a lot. You know, just ask for it steamed or making sure they don't add anything to it or keep everything on the side. But absolutely, absolutely. They always, you know, grilled chicken sandwich sounds boring, but you didn't have to make it, you know, like enjoy it, yeah. you know, maybe half a bun or both buns, depending on what your carb allotment is. And, you know, Chinese, you know, like chicken and beef and broccoli or chicken and broccoli, mm -hmm. things like that are awesome. So yeah, absolutely. You can make it work. You just have to want to make it work. And if it's something that you're feeling challenged with, you know, talk to your coach about it, ask the community what they're, you know, Chick-fil-A is another one. I don't know if I'm supposed to mention like brand names or anything on these. Oh, podcasts. I don't know. Maybe they'll give us some sponsorship dollars. What, <laughs> what are I, other brands we could name? Crustology. <laughs> I don't know um, if I'm supposed protein, to do that. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of members have those. I don't have one near me. Yeah. I wish I did, but they make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have like the naked tenders or something like that. They Buffalo Wild have, Wings, they, they have the naked tenders and they yes, are delicious. Yes. They're really good. I don't believe their macros. They list way too low fat. So, you know, just a little tip. You can always just add a little bit fat into your tracking just to yeah. account for some of that. And, and I just recommend, too. yeah. Pizza places, uh, Alessi and I, when, sometimes when we have people over from, from work, we'll like cater the lunch and we'll buy a tray of chicken. So you could just call the pizza place and say, if you don't want to prep a bunch of chicken and you're in a pinch, you call the pizza place and say, hey, can I get a half a tray of chicken? And yeah, maybe it costs a little bit more than if you were to make it. But sometimes convenience takes, yep. you know, first slot over cost when this when this happens. If Absolutely. You're Mexican restaurants, too. You know, um, tacos, I always feel like are a great choice. You can pick and choose. Hard shells tend to be less, you know, carbs than the tortillas. So just being super mindful of the sides, the guac and chips, you know, the margaritas, things like that. But you can definitely slim it right. down to make it work for you. Yeah, there's so many options. Everything is it's it's always a balance between what what are the calories and macros you need? What are the methods to get them? What are you hoping for out of taste and cost and preference? And just finding that balance. Sometimes you are just going to want to go off plan and that's cool. Sometimes maybe you just eat the boring chicken and broccoli because life doesn't have to be or every meal doesn't have to be a party. So you eat it and you move right along. Then you get results and everything's cool. Yeah. And it's, a, it's another thing too, is, is, is how you're eating, hindering your progress, you know, depending upon what your goals are, if it is, then we have to take a step back and you have to make change to see some changes. So, uh, you know, again, perfect time to reassess right now and get on game plan with, uh, you know, what's, what, what you got coming up in the next few months. Yeah, this is, this is awesome. Katie, <laughs> I appreciate you being here. I think it's, it's always good to talk to the parents because I think, you know, speaking numbers, probably most of our members are parents. Uh, so hopefully they get some tips. Hopefully they get some uh, extra incentive and motivation to do awesome this September. Uh, Katie, if anyone wants to follow you, where can they find you? At Instagram at KTA on KTA UNCH. And then, um, you know, I'm on the Facebook page a lot for Stronger You as well. So at uh, Katie at StrongerU.com, you can always email me if you have any questions as well. But I think it's going to be a great year. And again, this is the time to set some expectations, boundaries, some some schedules. And I'm excited for it. I don't know about anyone else, but I'm excited yeah, I, for some reason. I love this time of year. I get really, yeah. really excited this time of year because we get a little busier. People's summers slow down and it gives us an opportunity to, to change more lives. It's It's why we do what we do. And I 
couldn't be more happy to do it with people like you. So thank Thank you you so much for Uh, having me. Thanks, Stronger Universe. We will talk soon. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Stronger You Radio. For more information, please visit www.strongeru.com. Don't forget to tune in next week for more health and nutrition conversations with Stronger You.